Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I am bringing you today's word for July 19, 2019. I'm teaching a series entitled The Power of Fellowship. This is part 54 of the overall series. The title of today's message is The Image of Perfection. I talked about this yesterday from a passage in 1 John 1, and I want to go back to that same passage again this morning and continue to flow in that same vein that the Apostle John teaches us about fellowship and how to have real fellowship. And part of it is to walk in the light as God is in the light, to be open and honest and transparent, not to claim that we are sinless or perfect, because if we if we do, we won't be able to have real fellowship. People won't be able to, to relate to us, and you can't reach someone that you cannot relate to. And so he says, listen, man, I really want you guys to have fellowship. So walk in the light as God is in the light, and don't put off this image of perfection. So that's what we'll talk about on today as we close out the week strong, head into the weekend strong. Let me read this passage for you. It is 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 through 10 from the easy to read version. The apostle John said this. He says, we heard the true teaching from God. Now we tell it to you. He's saying, man, I got some stuff from God. I got divine revelation. And now I get to share what God gave me. Here's what God gave me. God is light. In him, there is no darkness. So if we say that we share in his life or in the life of God, but we continue to live in darkness, then we're liars and the truth is not in us. We should live in the light where God is. If we live in the light, then we can have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus, God's son, cleanses us from all sin. But if we say we don't have sin, then we're fooling ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, God will forgive us and we can trust him to do it. He always does what is right. He will make us clean from all the wrongs that we've done. But if we say we haven't sinned, then we're saying that God is a liar <laughs> and we're not accepting his teaching. So he's like, man, if you really want to have fellowship, stop this. Uh, don't don't say you haven't sinned because you're lying to yourself. You're calling God a liar. Um, just be honest with people. You know, don't don't try to claim like you don't sin. Now, once I'm born again, it's not that I, I'm sinless, but I should sin less. Right. <laughs> so, yes, I'm not walking in sin. I'm free from the power of sin. But don't come across as somebody who's perfect, because if you come across as someone who's perfect, you won't be able to reach people because no one else is perfect, right? So what does this mean to you today on this Friday morning as we seek to close out the week strong and head into the weekend strong? I have four things to share with you, and I really, I'm just sharing my heart from the word of God, and I really believe that, that the message yesterday, the message today is very necessary for the body of Christ. So if you're watching today and you haven't watched yesterday's message, please do so. You need both. So let's go ahead and get into these. I have four things to share with you. Open up your heart to receive what God is saying. Number one, the apostle John received revelation from God and he had decades to process it, right? So by the time he wrote 1 John, 2 John, 3 John and the revelation of Jesus Christ, he was in his 90s. And so he was walking with Jesus at an early age and then he processed walking with God for decades. He got exiled to the island of Patmos and in his 90s, he shared some things that God that had given him and that he had decades to meditate on. And part of that revelation is that God is light and in him there is no darkness. So there's no level of deception in God. When God says something, he says what he means and he means what he says. If, if he says something, he will perform it. If he promises it, he will make it good. That's Numbers 23 and 19. And then the Apostle Paul tells us in Ephesians 5, Ephesians 5 and 1, that we are children of God. And as children of God, we should be imitators of God, that we should imitate God in every way. And so John is saying, listen, God is light. 
in him there is no darkness, there's no deception. He is open and honest and transparent. If we are his children and we're supposed to be imitators of God, then we should walk in the light as he is in the light. And if we walk in the light, in the light as he is in the light and we're open and we're honest and we're non-deceptive and, and we are transparent, then John says, you know what? Then you, you'll be able to have fellowship. You'll be able to have fellowship with other people because honesty and transparency are required for good relationships. And number two, I like to call him Grandpa John, right? When he's writing these latter letters, because I like to image, you know, have this image of John in his 90s. He's a grandpa. Grandpa John in his 90s, you know, when, when you get up in age, I mean, you're just honest, right? And so he's like, let me tell y'all kids something. He says, be open, be honest, be transparent. And then he says, I like the fact that he actually tells us what to be open and honest and transparent about. He gives us something special to focus on. What is that something special from this particular passage? That something special is sin. He says, if we say we have no sin, we are fooling ourselves and the truth is not in us. He went on to say, if we say that we have not sinned, we are saying that God is a liar and we're not accepting his teaching. So he said, be open, walk in the light, right? No darkness, walk in, open, uh, be honest, be transparent, be open. And then he gives us something to be open and honest and transparent about. And that something is sin. So in context, John is saying that if we claim to be without sin, we're not walking in the light. He said, hey, walk in the light. If you claim to be without sin, you're not walking in the light as God is in the light. We are walking in deception. We are deceiving ourselves. And this lack of clarity as it relates to our personal flaws is going to hinder us from having real fellowship and true fellowship with other people. Because no one wants to be around someone who claims to be perfect. That person is lying. They're lying to themselves. They're lying to us. They're lying to everyone. So I don't know if you have ever met someone who really believes, like, like they have convinced themselves that they are perfect and that they're right about everything. Um, I've met several people like that, people who, ne who are never wrong, right? And these people have a hard time having real relationships because if we will be honest, no one else is, is always right. So so these people have a hard time having good relationships because they either come across as insincere or delusional, right? And in either case, you know, none of them, neither one of those kind of lend themselves well to having good relationships. So either someone is lying to me to my face that they're perfect. Um, so yeah, I probably don't want to hang out with that person or they're delusional where they really believe they are perfect and they really believe they are sinless. And they really believe that they operate on that level. So that's almost even worse, right? And so, so either way, either they're lying or they're delusional. These people are not going to have good relationships. Paul was like, man, you got to, I mean, John was like, you got to walk in the light as God is in the light, no darkness in him at all. And then you can have good fellowship. Unfortunately, many Christians or people who claim to be Christians, um, they are living this way. Like, in most cases, they're just lying. They're coming across as someone who is perfect and, and they come across or they go around condemning other people to hell because these other people don't measure up to their level of perfection. And John tells us that, look, if we would just simply walk in the light as God is in the light and we're open and we're transparent, especially about our faults, especially about our flaws, especially about our failures, so we could be honest with people and tell us that, yeah, yeah, you know, it's not like I don't sin, right? And I'm not... And I'm going to heaven. I'm not going to heaven because I don't sin. I'm going to heaven because of Jesus. 
then if I would just be honest with people about that, then we can have fellowship. Number three, I'm sure that you've seen people, or at least saw it on YouTube or something, who stand on a street corner with a megaphone and they're yelling and screaming at everyone who walks by and telling them that they're going to hell. <laughs> so I believe in evangelism. Um, I believe that it, it is our mandate. I believe that every born-again believer should tell others about Jesus. But yelling at someone and telling them that they're going to hell on a megaphone as they walk by <laughs> crossing the street is simply not effective. And if we're supposed to be imitators of God and Jesus is our example, come on, that looks nothing like Jesus. Do you really believe Jesus would stand on the corner with a megaphone? No. Jesus wouldn't approach the world that way. And John teaches us that the best way to actually reach someone is to have fellowship, to have a relationship with that person. But, and, and listen to what I'm saying. I'm saying that if you're born again, because I will be honest with you, when I first got born again, because I was like new to Christ and, 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 and because I had lived in the world for, for 23 years at that point, I really only surrounded myself with born again believers because I needed to learn. You know, I, I, I knew that if I was around people who were sinning, I was going to sin because I was a baby Christian and I was not strong enough to abstain from sin. But, but now, I mean, 20 something years later, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I know that I'm free from the power of sin. So if I want to reach the world, I got to be around them. I got to be okay. If you only, if you're born again, but you don't have any friends who are not saved, if you're born again and you, you don't hang with anybody, like you don't have any association with people who are not born again, then who in the world are you going to reach? I mean, like, it's okay. I'm not saying that these people have to be your covenant brother or nothing. I'm just saying that you, it's okay. Like, you know, you got to have fellowship and it is through your fellowship and people get to know you and know who you are and know your heart and have a, a relationship with you. Then they're going to get born again. Then they'll come to you. And, and I've, I mean, I've led many people to Christ that way. Hey, Rick, um, you got a minute? Um, can I talk to you? Can I close the door? And they come in and they, and, and they start weeping and they have an issue going on. And, 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 and it's not like I ever said anything, but I lived my life as an example. And now that's an opportunity to have intimacy, evangelism, lead them to Christ, get them born again, share the love of God with them. But it only happened because we had fellowship, right? It only happened because we had a relationship. So please don't, people are not going to be able to receive something from someone that they can't relate to. So if you claim to be perfect and you claim to be sinless, nobody's going to relate to you. So nobody's going to come to you. But if you're open and honest and transparent, then we can have fellowship. And then God can touch their hearts. And this is how we reach people. One of the best forms of evangelism is actually just having a relationship with someone having fellowship. Let me close. Number four with this. When I was in Bible college about 20 years ago, we had to preach in class. And so we prepared sermons and then we had to pre preach uh, our sermons in front of our peers in class. And I remember our professor, Dr. Charlie Dean Palmer, um, he, he kind of corrected one of my classmates. I don't want to say the guy's name because... You know, he's, he's on my Facebook. So, so I'm just going to say, let's just call him Jimmy. So Dr. Charlie Dean Palmer co corrected Jimmy. Let's just call him Jimmy. So for the purposes of today, uh, this is what Dr. Palmer said. Dr. Palmer said, Jimmy, listen, hey, son, you can't be the star of every story. Every time um, you tell a story in your sermons, you're the star. If you're playing baseball in the story, then you hit a home run. If you're playing football in the story, then you threw a touchdown. If you come across that way, then no one will be able to relate to you because that's not real life. 
in real life, people deal with failure. If you don't ever come across as someone who has failed, then no one will be able to connect with your messages. And that was 20 years ago. And I never forgot that because let me connect that to what John is saying. He's like, look, man, we have to be transparent. As a preacher, I know people look up to me. For whatever reason, people have this image that pastors don't sin, pastors don't fail, pastors don't do anything wrong. And that's a warped view because we're nothing but children of God, just like you are. So it's not that we don't make mistakes, which is actually one of the reasons why we got to be honest in our messages. When we are open and honest and transparent and we talk about our failures along with our successes, then people can relate to us and be able to relate in a real way. And this is what happens in fellowship. If you would just be honest with other people and make it clear to them that you're not perfect, that you're not lying to yourself and that you're not lying to them, you know, but if you claim to be perfect, then you're living a lie. So don't do that. Just come across as open and honest and transparent. No one wants to fellowship with someone who is either flat out lying or who is deceived. But if you would just be open and honest and be like, no, man, dude, I'm not perfect. Matter of fact, the closer I get to God, the more I realize how jacked up I am. So how could I look down on you if I realize all my faults and my flaws and my failures? I'm only a child of God because God has forgiven me. So that grace that has come to me, that grace is now flowing through me. You can be a believer too. You don't have to be perfect. You just have to be forgiven. Are you ready to receive forgiveness for your sins? Lead people to Christ by being honest with them. You're not perfect and stop putting off this image of perfection. So let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. And I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I walk in the light as you are in the light. I am open and honest with myself, with you, and with other people. Living this way, I can have fellowship. I am not perfect, so I do not require perfection of others. You extend me grace, and since I'm a recipient of grace, I shall be an extender of grace. I am not your child because I'm perfect. I am your child because I'm forgiven. So I will be honest with others about it. This way we can have real fellowship. And if they're not believers, then I can tell them about Jesus and they can relate to me and the lost can come to you. You will reach the lost through me because I refuse to come across as someone who is perfect. I will simply come across as someone who has opened their heart to the love of God and then offer that love to the world. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up and get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. This is a message that's really important. Maybe you watch this message again, but even if you don't, just, just stop. When you, when you get off of this video, just slow down and think about what God just said. If we really want to reach the world, we got to stop coming across the wrong way. We are not perfect. Get over yourself. You're not perfect. And if you be honest with people, God can use you. So listen, I love you. I know you know God loves you. I want you to go into this day and into this weekend thinking about the fact that God loves us despite our faults and our flaws and our failures. And then let's share that love with other people so we can see the lost come to Jesus. Do me a favor. Before you leave the screen, please share this message on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. 
Have an amazing day and an amazing weekend. God bless you.